Okay, Be'ezus Hashem, I think we're holding on part six of our crash course of Hilcha Shabbos, Baruch Hashem. I want to thank all those people that have sent in uh, different comments and auras on the Shurim and are enjoying them. It's a Gavaldagos course for me that I can continue giving these shiurim, even in these, these very, very difficult times. Baruch Hashem, we can keep, keep Torah going, and keep people learning, keep people understanding, and that's what I want to do today. So, Mechiris Chometz. Mechiris Chometz is something that really is subject to a major, major, major understanding. We have to really, really go through it properly. But, you know, for the sake of these shiurim, we're just giving a crash course, as you understand, we're going through the surface of these halachas, just to give a little bit of understanding of what's going on and try to understand it and be mekar in the mitzvah when it comes up in the proper in the proper way. So, we'll talk about the selling of chomets and the various shalis that come up, some of the main, main practical shalis that come up. First of all, where does it come from? You know, people always ask, you know, selling chomets is one thing, but then all of a sudden it comes to Shemitah and everyone's busy against hetemechira, hetemechira, you're not allowed to sell the ground and it's just roll. Oh, you can sell chomets, but you can't sell that. What's the difference? And the answer is because this one has a real makar, there's a real source for this one, whereas hetemechira, selling the ground by Shemitah, there's absolutely no makar for that whatsoever. But anyway, let's talk about this halacha. The Beis Yosef, over here in Simon Tofman Chesed Gimel brings it to Seftim Sochem Perk Base that says there was a Yid and a Goy and they were traveling together on a boat and the Yid had a tremendous amount of Chomets he was obviously bringing for business purposes and the Tosefta says what is he meant to do with it coming Pesach he's not to have Chomets in his possession so the answer is he should sell it to a Goy or give it to him as a Matana and then buy it back from him after Pesach as long as it's a Matana Gumur it works the Rambam Hilchos Chometz and Matzah Perik Dalad Alochazayin Bins brings down this to Sefta Alocha Lamaisa and he adds a very important thing. Avoloi says the Rambam Yimka Velo Yitnei Al Tenai. You can't. There's no conditions attached. You can't tell him. Don't worry. I'll buy it back from you after Pesach or give it to him as Matoma Matoma Amanas Lachase, which normally a Matoma Amanas Lachase works in Kolat Torah We know it by Dalad Minim, which is a Doraisa, but over here it doesn't work. And says the Rambam Vim Osakin. If you do so, is there over Baliroi Baliyamotza? And you're not allowed to do so over here. Rabbi Yerucham, again, in Bordan the Beis on this day, Seftim from the Bahag, says, It's not a harama, it's not a joke, it's a serious sale, it's a serious thing. It's interesting, by the way, just to mention, even though the Tesefta brings the Eitzah, how do we know we can do it? So the Chedusha Talmud, the Ramban, in Psacham Davov, says, Don't do it, but if in Kavu, it shouldn't be done on a constant basis. And there's a Bitva, the beginning of the second paragraph of Psachim, that says you shouldn't do it every single year, it's also harama. But we'll see in a minute how we pass in the Beis Joseph who brings this down also brings down a Truman Sadeshen and it says that you can give your Chomets to a Goy Chutzle Beisoy as a Matona Gemura or as a Mechira and therefore you can do it over there and the Shochanar Halacha Lamaisa goes with this to Sefta with this Rambam and that is you're allowed to sell Chomets to a Goy a Mechira Gemura or a Matona even if you know says the Shochanar that you know that the Goy is not going to touch it you know he's not going to take it and therefore there's no problem with that obviously you have to make sure you can't make it tonight in that case and that's how we pass in Halacha Maisa, that when you sell it to a guy, it does not belong to you. And Mimela, you are not over on your Issa or Balirah Balimasa. In fact, there's a Shaila, and again, we can't go into this now because it's going to take a tremendous amount of time. That um, that some even hold that when you sell Chomets, you makayim the mitzvah of Tashbisu. Others hold that you makayim the Chiv of Bir Midrabonum, but not Daraisa. Um, okay, so that pretty much is the Indian. That's how we pass in Halacha Namaisa, and it's a good sale. However, I do want to mention that we know that there are people that don't sell their chomets. 
We also know people that don't sell real chametz. I want to just understand where they're coming from. It's not just stam chumrah. Now, we have to understand a couple of things before we get to that. This opinion of mechiras chametz. First of all, you have to know chametz gomer, we've explained already in the previous year. Chametz gomer is things like bread, biscuits, cakes, pastries, pasta. This is chametz gomer. According to most poskim, whiskey and beer is also chametz gomer, even though it's a shayla. Uh, wheat and barley is a chashash chomets gomo, it's not so poshut. Flour is poshut, it's so you have to sell that. Kidneys, you don't have to sell kidneys. Snacks, right? Also, it's not, it's, if you don't know clearly what it is, then it's better to sell it. You know, it could be it's made only from corn, but sometimes they do add other things as well in the ingredients, so it's definitely could die to sell those things unless clearly you know that it's not a problem. Uh, soya sauce has flour in it, so it could be it's chomets gomo. Spreads and soya products are taruvas chomets, so definitely you should sell it. Mustard, uh, you know, all these sorts of things as well. Soya meat medicines as well. We've mentioned as well that medication might have chomets inside it in this, you know, sieves and Kenwood mixes, things that you make bread and chomets with. Also, all of these things should be sold. And anything you're not sure, cosmetics and anything else that you're not using on Pesach, that you're not sure if they are totally clear, it's better to sell all these things whatsoever. But now I'm talking about people that have a minute not to sell real chomets. So I want to explain where is it coming from. Where does this come from? So number one, there's a Trumas Adeshan, as we mentioned before, the Shulchan Aruch brings... The Trumash Adesan says that you sell it to the Goy Chutz Lebeisoy. Now, what does it mean, Chutz Lebeisoy? So there's a Taz that explains Pshat that it means it has to get out of your house. You cannot leave it in your house. The Mogad learns the same way as well, that Me'ika Adin, we could be Me'ikul because you have so much Chomets, and it's E'ef to remove, but really it should go out of your house. How does the Mishabur Paskin, so the Chobetz Chaim over here again, Sikotun Yod Beis brings down that really it should come out of your house. And the reason for that is because I don't want to have a chrais on it. Mr. Brewer brings Kama Achroin in the Mati Yehuda, the Shabbos, Prichodosh and others that say here it's worse than a Bikodon of a Goy because really the Goy knows it belongs to the Yid and he's not even going to touch it. So if you leave it in the house of the Jew, it looks like Chomets of a Yid and not only that, it also is a chashosh that you may come to eat from it. And therefore, putting it in a corner, putting it in a carpet, according to Chavetz Chaim, is not going to help you. But then, Mr. Burr brings, that all of this lechatchela, meaning lechatchela, you got to get out of your house. Bidi Eben, if you don't get it out of your house, then, even if you're miyached, a certain place, you are... Um, um, it, it does work because it was at the end of the day a good sell. So it sounds like from the Chofetz Chaim, the Shulchan Harav as well, again, coming from a Morgan Avram, coming from a Taz, giving Pshat and a Trumas Adeshen, is that really the Chomets that you sell to a Goy, you can't just leave in your house. Just like any sale. You don't say, oh, you want to buy my uh, couch? Sure, no problem. Here's some money. Okay, I'll leave it in my house for another couple of weeks. It doesn't make sense. Unless there's a certain reason. You're meant to get rid of it. He's meant to take it. So therefore, it sounds like from the Chofetz Chaim, from the Mishabura, that lechatchena, it's meant to be out of your house. If it's in your house, it's only a bidiyevet because it's yevsha, which is one of the heterim. It's because it's yevsha for the goy to take all of the chomets that's in your house. So that's maybe possible reason number one. Reason number two is a hefsin merubah. Many of the gedoliyah achroinim, the Ali Rabba, for example, the Shus Yaakov, Rabbi Kiva and others learn that the whole heta in the Tosefta, which was the makar for this halacha, was in a case of hefsin merubah. In the case of Hefzad Merubah, when the guy was on a ship and he's got thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because that's his business for the next year and he's going to lose everything. All right, so then I hear that there's a heta. But Stam? No, it wasn't that. You know, a guy, I remember somebody called me up once, Arab Pesach, going back a couple of years, and he says to me, I've got half a packet of pasta. That's all the chomets I have in my house, half a packet of pasta. Can I sell it? I said, yeah, of course, me'ika hadin you can, right? Because we're passing, as we say in a moment, it's a real sell. But 
Really? Seriously? There's a mitzvah right now to burn it. If that's all you have, no, no. The Vilna Goin, famously, my Sarah, the Chazanish brings this as well, the, the stipling, Kelezak, and Archaz Rabbeinu, said that you shouldn't sell real chomets because of all these reasons. Because of these reasons, don't sell real chomets. And anyone that has a minute not to sell real chomets, it's a real thing, it's not a joke, it's not just a chumrah, it's the Vilna Goin that says it as well. There are other reasons as well that I don't want to go into now, that it's a, it's a haram of Ba'alma, there's a famous sheet of the Tfuah Shoham Sochim, that says it doesn't help by chomet daraisa, only by drabona, because it's a shtikal haram Meaning with the rice of two bittle, is it in your durabon on and then durabon you could do a mechira on. So again, the question is what this means exactly. Some don't like the kinyonim. For example, we don't know what kinyonim work by a goy. We know what kinyonim work by yid, but we don't know what works by a goy. Some people say that it's on all on das, and therefore by a person's das doesn't really, eh, you know, he's got this expensive, you know, collection of whiskey. He doesn't want to get rid of it. There's, even if the goy offers him all the money, he doesn't want to sell it to the goy because at the end of the day. And he wants it back. And that's why a person has to be very careful, by the way. When you go to some, you know, store, especially here in Israel, and some not-religious Jew has a Mechimus Chomet Shtar, you know, he sold his Chomets, but he has no interest, he's not religious. The only reason he did it is because he wants customers. He has no doubts whatsoever to sell it to the Rov or sell it to the Goy. And therefore, if that's the case, it's a big shadow whether that works. Now, all of this is very nice, but I want to be very, very, very clear. Me'ika Hadin absolutely 100% believe Shum Sofik. Mechiras Chomets is a good sale and it works 100% without any shayla whatsoever. And in fact, not only that, there's a famous Chsamsoyfin Chaylik Alukovid Gimel that writes on the din of Mechiras Chomets. He says the Loshan of the Chsamsoyfin is Heta Gomu Minatoya. He says it's a Mechira Gemura that it works 100%. Heta Gomu Hu Belishum Pikbuk. Venogu Bechol Tfusat Yisrael. This was the Minig to sell Chomets Gomu to the Goy. Anyone that goes crazy with this, Roy Legarish is scream at him. And in fact, not more than that. Some of the Gedolei Poiskim of Hunna, for example, they say Bishmai, used to dafka sell Chomot's Gomo to show that it's a real sale and it works and the Chatechela, you can absolutely sell Chomot's Gomo without any shayla. All I was bringing to you right now is not that you should be Machme, absolutely not. Someone has a minute to be Machme, I just wanted to explain where it comes from and where he's coming from. People shouldn't say, oh, it's some Chumrah. But again, it does come from somewhere, but 100% there's no shayla that it's a good sale. True, in, the, in this, you know, in, in this year, for example, with the coronavirus we have got Rabbanim coming along saying that a person should, should who doesn't normally sell Chomets Goma, should sell Chomets Goma. I don't exactly understand the reason why. Maybe there's going to be a shortage after, so I'm not sure. I don't know. Everyone should contact their local Orthodox rabbi and understand where it's coming from here and there to Israel, where I'm giving this year from. I don't see any shortage whatsoever. There's Baruch Hashem, tremendous amount of Shefer on the shelves, even of Chomets, and therefore there's no real Chashash that anything's going to happen after Chomets. But anyway... If a person is selling chomets, what you should do is try to strengthen the sale. The way to strengthen the sale, again, this is also brought down in all the post scheme, and that is to itemize as much as possible of what you're doing. Itemize it where it is, what it is. You know, just like you sell something, you write down exactly what it is. So to here is where you write down the location. It's on the second shelf, on the side of the kitchen, whatever it is. Provide the key or the location of the key or the code, wherever it can be taken from in that case. You should set, store it separately and mark it clearly. There should be a dust 
there should be a real sincerity. Gemir Sadas, know what you're doing, understand what you're doing, have it in mind that you are selling it. And have Kavona to give full authorization to the Rav to conduct all aspects of the sale. And that's why some of the boys come say to pay the Rav. Right? People think it's just a way of giving the Rav money. No. This is the meaning because it strengthens Also brings down that it gives a Hashivas to the sale when you give money. It shows that you're doing something real. Make sure it's in the same time zone as well. Make sure if you live in Eretz Yisrael or if you've got stuff in Eretz Yisrael that's being sold in the time that you are going to be considered to have Pesach. And that's a very, very important thing. You have to know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. It's a very, very big zak. Now, just an interesting question. What if a person doesn't have Chomets? Does he have to make a Mechira? For example, someone asked me, they're moving into a new apartment. Brand new house. They threw every, there's nothing there. they got uh, professional cleaners. There's nothing. There's the Indian to do a Mechira's Chomets. So maybe I didn't know. If a person knows that he has no Chomets, there's no Indian to sell it. As I pass, well, it's Zatzal. However, there are poiskim that say a person still, still should do some kind of mechiris comments. Everyone should do mechiris comments. Number one, that I was nothing with Yashiv Listen, comments is also b'mashu. It's also been a crumb. It's true. We don't look for these things. We don't running around our house looking for crumbs. But at the end of the day, it's still also b'mashu. And therefore, there's always a chashash that something can be left over. And if you do a mechiris comments on places that you're not using, it's definitely the best thing to do. Um, and therefore, some hold that the mechiris includes even the crumbs, and they could have been overlooked. And it's a hidden mitzvah of a person to do it for the it's for beer chomets because it shows that I really want nothing and it's a very important thing. Now, there are other questions as well. For example, a person has asked me what happens if uh, he has stocks, for example, he says to me. He has stocks in a, in a, in a Goisha company. I, so, so I said to him, how many stocks do you own, right? I mean, it's a good idea. I can get some money for the yeshiva. He says, nah, it's not much nothing. It's a couple of stocks here and there, whatever. I, I bought a few stocks, you know, when it was going down, I bought it up. So Rebosh is a famous chuva of Padvan Cheshiva Eifoid. And they say... That if a person is not called in for a board meeting, meaning they're not asking him his opinion on what, how to run the company and everything, he has no shaykhahs be'etzem. So Moshe says it's not Nagaya, just like on Shabbos also, they're working on Shabbos. That didn't bother you as well. It's the same thing, they're working on Shabbos also. What happened to Shabbos? What happened to working on Shabbos? All these things. If you don't own a major part in the stocks, then there's nothing to really to worry about in that case. And the same applies to many other situations as well. There are any, many other shaykhahs that come up. For example, I remember the shaykhah of someone two years ago, someone that did an auction on whiskey and the auction finished on Pesach so when is it considered to be his when he bought it and when it stops you know people have whiskeys on, on, on boats that are coming in when is it going to say these are already intricate shilas that we're not going to this moment of time but one of the famous shilas that people ask very very commonly is let's say I sell a room or I sell a house or I sell a cupboard and on Pesach I need to go into that room or into that cupboard am I allowed to or not so if it says it in the shtar, that's a double poshet ad ma'oid, then of course you're allowed to do so. But generally it doesn't. So what's the din over here? So the chazanish was makel, and he said you're allowed to go into the room or the cupboard, but only by a cry ba'alma. Meaning on, not on a temporary basis. If it happened, then, uh, then, then you can. But really what you should do is remove the medication or the cosmetics that you are going to need or use on Pesach, and the rest of it sell, because it shouldn't be done derech uh, kavua, derech haray only. And the reason for that is because, again, it looks like a joke. That's what Shlomo Zalman said. It, it looks like a little bit of a joke. You keep on going into it, you open it and close it. It's, it's, it's not a joke. It's a real thing. You sold it. Not only that, you actually are selling the mockum. If you look at the shtar, and I'm not going to go into details because every shtar is different and people do different mahalchim here, but they normally sell the mockum. And the reason, by the way, there are many reasons for that. One of them is for the Mogan Avram. It's because we mentioned that the, the Chomets, we said originally, the Meshavur brings this down to Afamches, the, the best way, the thing is to get rid of the Chomets out of your house. But it's EF, says the Morgan of Om. It's impossible for the Goy to take all the Chomets from the, the Yidden. It doesn't work. What are we going to do? So one of the eights is they do is they sell the Mokim. 
sell it or rent it, I'm going to say. Because if you sell it or rent it to the guy, so that mockham actually belongs to the guy. He doesn't have to take it out because it doesn't belong to me anymore. Which is why you have to be more careful not to go in that mockham. And that's the whole shaila of if you sell it, are you selling it? And therefore you have to feel as kalim afterwards because once you sell it to the guy, right? For example, your pots and pans are sold to a guy. Now you come along and buy it back after Pesach and now it becomes yours. And we know that aloha, that anything that goes from a guy to a yid, if it's metal or glass or anything similar to that, requires tefillah skalim, which is why they generally don't sell it, they rent it to him, or they only sell him the chomets on it, not the actual kli itself, in order to get rid of that thing, or in that reason. And then if you really want to go into deep, there's a different malkia that says if you sell the room and you have from a mezuzah, then you have a problem when you buy it back, you have to change the direction of the mezuzah, which is not going into this moment of time. Uh, but, you know, these are all situations that a person uh, has to understand. For an Eretz Yisrael, for example, they, they don't sell it to him because like, you're not allowed. It's a chanim, you're not allowed to give, you're not allowed to sell parts of an Eretz Yisrael to a goy. So therefore, they only rent it in that case. In that case. Some going, by the way, take uh, an insurance policy, right? They say that the goy that buys the Rabbanut Chomets here in Israel, it's 7 billion shekel. There's no way the guy has that money to pay if or something happens to it, and then something happens to it, and this has happened on Pesach sometimes, that, you know, things have happened, and, you know, in fact, actually, one of the cases in America, I remember them telling me that there was a case going back a few years, that the guy that they sold most of the Hamids to became sick, and the problem was that he had a daughter that converted, or son that converted, and they were worried that if he died on Pesach, then everything's going to be transferred to the son or the daughter who's Jewish, and there's going to own Chomets on Pesach, so they were all doubling for this guy that he shared a refuah shalema, they shouldn't die on Pesach. And then there's other stories where they find out that the guy was really a yid. Obviously, the Rav has to make sure that he's selling it to a real guy, but the goyim sometimes take out a real insurance policy. Again, this is a real thing. Some of these shtar that they make can actually be, be tovering based in, in court, and therefore it's a real sale, it really happens. It's a real thing, and a person should understand that when he's selling the, you know, the the, the chomets to the goy, whether it's online this year or whether it's in, in 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 you know in person, whatever it is, he should understand it's a real sale. You're actually selling something, and the more real you have it, the better it is a sale as well, and that's an important thing. But as Hashem, next time we'll go into a whole different shaila or different things that we're going to get to Erev Pesach. Have a wonderful, healthy day.